Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm M. Vernon. And today we are going to be talking about the interview that ended our love affair with Dakota Johnson. But first... Australia's Oscars, we need to talk about the Actor Awards. Welcome to the Australian Academy Awards. I am your host, Rebel Wilson, but if you don't like anything I say, then it's not me at all. It's just some AI deepfake. Yes, so the Actors were held over the weekend, and if you're not across, it's the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Arts. So it gets called the Australian Oscars, but Mm. it's also, you can also vote for your favourite, like, social media personality. They also award TV shows. It's not quite the Oscars, but it's the best we've got, and it's a good show. This is the first time I'm hearing of it. No, I mean, I've heard the word actor. I didn't know that it was so big. It's been around for a really long time. I've gone many times in the past, especially over the last five years or so, but this is the oh, first flex, year. Laura Brodnick flex right there. <laughs> no, but can I just say, I've always gone and like done interviews and like written about it and we've done a lot of social media and photography at the event and it's always been one of those things that it's been harder to get people to care about. Like they sometimes care if Nicole Kimmons there and she's in a gorgeous dress, but I think this is the first year, whether that's because there was more star power there because Rebel Wilson was hosting, Margot Robbie won the Trailblazer Award, Kate Blanchett was there. You know, it was a bigger yeah. event. But I remember like one year, it was the same day as the Mummy at Christmas party. So I was like, I'll go and do the actor's red carpet, but I won't go to the ceremony because, you know, be a bit of a bogan and go to the work Christmas party. But the work Christmas party was sequin themed and you can't wear like a weird sequin dress on the red carpet if you're doing interviews. Why? Because you're supposed to wear black so you blend in and like, oh. you know, so you're not clashing with what the talent are wearing. Oh, but Amelia de Waldeberg gets to wear whatever she wants when she interviews. Well, that's different. She's a chicken shop girl. So I had to hide my Christmas party outfit under a stage, like during setup. And I filmed all the interviews. And I was like, oh, God, I need to get my dress. But it's where they had then set up the main interview spot. So I had to like crawl on my hands and knees down the red carpet, crawl under the stage, grab my sparkly dress. And I think I'm like in the background of a lot of photos doing that. But I had to get my Christmas party dress. My God. Classy. So things were a bit more elegant than that this year. I mean, I don't know. I didn't go this year, so I don't know what happened, but I haven't seen any antics like that. So we had a few big winners. Talk To Me was one of the big winners of the night. It won Best Film, Best Direction, and also Sophie Wilde, who's the lead of that film, won Best Actress. It's on Prime Video. If you haven't watched it, you might be a bit scared, but it's a really good movie. I know. I saw the trailer. Also, the new boy took out a few awards, including Aswan Reed, who's the little boy in that film. It's his first role, and he won Best Lead Actor in a film. Aww. We actually had Warwick Thornton and Kate Blanchett, who are both the director and the star and producer of that movie on The Spill last year, talking about it. It's such a good movie on Foxtel if you hadn't seen it. 
in the TV section, the newsreader took out five awards. So that's on ABC if anyone hasn't watched it. And a tour of Incredible. And also Deadlock on Prime Video won five awards. Have you watched that? I started watching it. It is so good. Kate McCartney and Kate McLennan. It's like a murder mystery, but the premise is like very flipped and it's yeah. satire and it's so funny. Everyone I tell to watch that just comes back and says they binged it in a day and loved it so much. Oh, I haven't binged Okay, I need to binge it then. Yes, you need to. Speaking of Kate Blanchett, she made a bit of a splash on the night and not just because her movie was one of the big winners. So she was presenting Margot Robbie with the Trailblazer Award and Margot wasn't doing the Barbie thing this time. She was wearing just like a beautiful sequin Vivian Westwood dress and a silver and glam hair and like looked gorgeous. So I put a picture in our script of Kate Blanchett's outfit. Unfortunately for you listeners, Emily Vernon did look at it just before we went to record. So you missed her initial reaction. Emily, can you please reenact for the listeners? what you said. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. What the f*** is that? So Did I nail it? <laughs> you did. I'm also an actress. It's like I wasn't we, nominated It's though. like we pressed rewind. Do you want to describe for people what she's wearing? I'm a bit scared too. She's wearing all pink. She looks like a really fun disco ball. She's wearing like a massive bow and then just like a lot of, what would you call that? Like confetti feathers? Yeah, like sparkly confetti. I don't know. Again, not a fashion podcast. Although I don't think a fashion person it's would like a also. Bit tulle it's like raffia skirt. almost. Yeah, it's really. I actually think it looks amazing. It looks amazing. It looks very itchy. It's kind of like she's a float coming down the street in a parade. She's got she's- really skinny ankles. <laughs> The bottom half reminds me of Wizard of Oz, the witch that gets trapped behind the house. Oh, yes, the Wicked Witch of the East. Yes. (laughs) Was that what she was going for? uh, Thank you for that fashion (laughs) breakdown. She called herself middle-aged Barbie, which I don't know all the Barbies, so I don't know if that's like a proper Barbie that was released. My feeling is probably not. I think Barbies are ageless. Yeah, that's the whole point of them, right? They're young and hot forever. So she was presenting Margot Robbie. She dressed up. People loved it. So, yeah, good year for the actors. And I think it's just been a good year for TV and film in Australia. So if you're looking for new things to watch, I know we gave you a few recommendations there, but go to the actors' winner list to kind of see what the big winners of the night were. And coming up, Dakota Johnson. It pains me to say she has had a massive misstep in an interview, but I think it speaks to a bigger problem in Hollywood with actresses at the moment. So we're going to get into that. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So Dakota Johnson is in a new superhero movie called Madam Web that's coming out this week. Well, I'm going to the premiere tomorrow night. Must I'm be excited. nice. You know what, Laura Brunig? Must be nice. Okay, you, you can, know I love superhero movies. You can. Oh, no, you're busy all this week. I would have invited you. See how across your schedule I, I am? I would cancel for Anyway, you. well, we'll talk about that off air. Stay tuned tomorrow if Emily gets to come to the premiere. <laughs> so with a new movie coming out, she's obviously doing all the press rounds, lots of different interviews, talk show appearances, and also hosting Saturday Night Live. So we touched on that a little bit when she hosted it because Justin Timberlake was there as the musical guest and that Mm. didn't go well for him and that was the main story. But 
I watched that episode because I actually find Dakota Johnson very funny. I think her comedic timing is excellent. And I find that she leans into a lot of jokes really well. And my very favorite skit from her hosting was about Nepo babies. It's almost as funny as the movie you made that no one saw. If that more people saw it, then we'll see your new movie, Daddy-O. Is Daddy-O who you call to get your job? You want to do this? You want to do the parent thing? Nope, not really. Nepo truce? Nepo truce. A foot in the door and so much more. <laughs> the funny thing about this is, like, I haven't watched it, but just listening to it, I can see her face. Like, just yeah. so deadpan. So deadpan. And so what they do in the script is after they're like, do you want to play the parent game? No, not really. Because obviously her parents are Melanie Griffith, massive actress, Don Johnson, very well-known actor. Her grandmother is Tippi Hedren, who is a Hollywood iconic legend. And also her stepfather for most of her life, who she's still very close to, was Antonio Banderas. So it's like... Yeah. Her best friend growing up was Riley Keough and Zoe Kravitz. Like, they don't post the photos as much, but they're this whole girl gang, like the elite children of Hollywood elite that grew up mm. together. And so in that skit, I just found it so funny where they're like Nepo Baby Truce and they all have these like Nepo Baby rings yeah. and they put them in together and they say their kind of call to action, which is a foot in the door and so much <laughs> more. <laughs> Oh, I want that to be my call to action. How good. I know if only we were Nepo babies. And the other two actors in that skit are also Nepo babies yes, in so real life. Yeah, so it's just in-joke. And I just thought when I watched that, what a perfect way to have a bit of fun with that Nepo baby conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like poking fun at it. It's not like a poor me kind of thing. It wasn't. It was just taking the conversation and making it funny. Because obviously the Nepo baby moniker started back, oh, I want to say even like 2020. Like it kind of buzzed around the internet yeah. for years, but it became a really big thing in 2020 in particular when New York Magazine, do you remember that iconic cover that they did? Oh, I loved that cover. And it was a list of every person in Hollywood who is a Nepo baby. Even people saying like Phoebe Bridges, like her dad worked in lighting yeah, and stuff. They but- went deep with like timelines of pretty much like there was a celebrity that like I couldn't even find in there. Like every single person was yeah. in there. And they had that cover, which I think Dakota Johnson was on, of like all the different babies and the, the yeah. adult faces superimposed over it. So it became a big thing. And since then, like a lot of different Hollywood stars have weighed in on it and talked about it. And some of them have had good reactions of saying like, yeah, I've, you know, I really grew up very privileged, but most of them have gone the other way and been quite Mm. defensive, I feel. And how do you feel about the defensiveness? Because that, I think Dakota Johnson, that was a really funny skit that she did with SNL. But I feel like her interviews have kind of gone the opposite way where she's really defensive about being a Nepo baby and she's kind of saying, well, now it's really boring. Like journalists should find something else to write about. Yeah, so she kind of hit a sweet spot there and she hadn't fallen into that trap that other Nepo babies have. Even Meg Ryan came out about her son, Jack Quay, the other day and was like, oh, you know, he's so talented. And Kate Hudson, who I was also reading for because I was like, I feel like you as a Nepo baby understand the conversation that we shouldn't be feeling sorry for you. That's the opposite kind of situation. But I thought Dakota Johnson had walked a really like fine line with it. And I'm like, oh, she's about to come out of this press tour unscathed, hasn't said anything weird. People Mm -hmm. love her. She's so quirky and funny, blah, blah, blah. And then she went on the Today Show to talk about Madam Webb and it kind of unraveled. I kind of like how you also poke fun of this whole Nepo baby thing. Yes. However you say it. Nepo baby. Nepo baby. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that whole sitch? I... You know, when that first started, I found it to be, uh, like, incredibly annoying and <laughs> and boring. Like, yeah. if you're a journalist, write about something else. Yeah, That's just, yeah. like, lame. Yeah. So the opportunity to make fun of it, I jumped at. <laughs> of course you did. Well, you were amazing on SNL. And this, this uh, show, Madam Web, is awesome, too. 
What I find really cringe about this is that she is saying this to a journalist just because they're interviewing her doesn't mean they're also journalists. And her just saying that it's so boring. She didn't just say that it's now so boring. She said when it first started happening, it was so boring. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That was really important for the world to know. Yeah, I think she's getting a lot of backlash for just looking disinterested in the question. But I think when you actually look into her answer, which is what we're going to get into next, it offers this really fascinating and troubling insight into how Hollywood's actually reacting to the Nepo Baby conversation. So after... The SNL skit, she did all of these like press interviews and they haven't been taken well. Where do you think she actually went wrong? I think it's hard because up until then, like we were saying, she was walking like a really fine line between coming off as overly privileged or really overly relatable. And I think she was really doing a good job of staying in the fun Hollywood star, quirky, don't know what she's going to say territory, which is if you're in her position where you want to remain. But I think with that moment in the interview, and, you know, we should say too that like it was a long interview and at the top of it, she did sort of say some things about feeling really grateful for her job and she knows what a lucky position she's in. But even when Hoda, the interviewer, asked her that question, you just see her face completely change from like smiling and happy and, and just all of a sudden become very stone-faced and I think why people are taking this badly is because all of a sudden she just becomes this very overly privileged uninteresting person because she's saying it's so boring write about something else and she's treating it like it's some sort of weird attack on privileged people whereas that conversation about nepotism in Hollywood was never about attacking so I know some people did that but it was never about attacking certain individuals it was about looking at the tv and film industry which is such a big showpiece for like what our worlds look like and the conversations we have and who gets to tell stories it was looking at that and saying like oh it's this really small group of people, this really kind of privileged creative space who are passing that down within their own families. And so it's very hard for other people to get in and change up the storytelling that we all look to in our lives. And maybe it's about trying to get some different voices in there. Because we like we have a fascination with famous families and yeah. Nepo babies. Like I'm sure no one wants them to completely be out of the industry, but it's about bringing some more people in. And if Dakota Johnson had – what she did on Saturday Night Live was so good because she made a joke out of it – she kind of made it about herself yeah. and the other people around her. And that's where it should have been left. Yeah, a foot in the door and so much more. That's just funny. <laughs> Instead of this, she went to the, oh, poor me, this is so boring, everyone's so dumb, and all of a sudden she just becomes a really uninteresting unremarkable person who can't look outside her own small little privileged life. Like, I don't dislike her. I enjoy her content, but it really made me rethink her and that group she runs with. Yeah. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but I also don't think she's a good enough actress to have that opinion about herself. It's exactly right. Like, there's so many Nepo babies. It's like, yes, we like you now, but when she said a foot in the door, like, that's not a joke when people say, like, oh, but Nepo babies, it only gets them a foot in the door, then they have to do the work. And the thing about that is getting your foot in the door is often the hardest part. A lot of people who would have been in those same rooms with these Nepo babies probably have the same amount of talent and charisma. And you know what I mean? There's so many people in that industry who are amazingly talented, but it's like so many things have to fall into place for you to become famous. You have to get in the movie. The movie has to be made properly with like a great director. It has to be marketed properly. And just think when we've said before, like so many of these Nepo babies get more press because journalists are more likely to want to talk to them. Like I do the same thing. If I get a list of people come through in a new movie and I don't know any of their names, but I know one of them has famous parents. Yeah. I am more likely to talk to them because it's more likely than that people will read my story. Do you know what I mean? So it's not a foot in the door. It has a flow on effect to everything they do. I just find that her 
response to this has just been very disappointing because I didn't need to be her narrative. Alison Williams, who's also another Nepo baby, she stars in Lena Dunham's Girls that we both love. Let's do like a Ralph Lauren and Joni Mitchell. Uh, Artistic, but also with a nod to my cultural heritage, which is white Christian woman. She did an interview with Vulture in 2023 and she was also asked about being a Nepo baby and she said... All the people are looking for is an acknowledgement that it's not a level playing field. It's just unfair, period, end of story, and no one's really working that hard to make it fair. To not acknowledge that me getting started as an actress versus someone with zero connections isn't the same. It's ludicrous. It doesn't take anything away from the work I've done. It just means that it's not as fun to root for me. Also, I love that Alison Williams is the one saying, like, the fairest, most important thing. Because that's exactly what mm-hmm. people want. They just want them to acknowledge it yeah, and kind of move on. Isn't her dad a newsreader? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. Obviously, that's great and that's a foot in the door. But I'm just like... But she's like and, nowhere near that level Yeah, of, she's a very yeah. low-tier and nepo even baby. she's like, yeah. I still got it easy. Yeah. Like, if she can say that, then Dakota Johnson can say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to talk about this 2013 speech that Angelina Jolie made. She made it when she was accepting the Jean Herschelt Humanitarian Award at the Governor's Ball. And this is what she said. I have never understood why some people are lucky enough to be born with the chance I had to have this path in life and why across the world there is women just like me with the same abilities and the same desires, same work ethic and love for her family who would most likely make better films and better speeches. Only she sits in a refugee camp and she has no voice. She worries about what her children will eat, how to keep them safe and if they'll ever be allowed to return home. I don't know why this is my life and that's hers. I don't understand that but I will do as my mother asks and I will do the best I can with this life to be of use. Oh, that's such a good point. Even coming down just to the economic situation, because mm. I think when this conversation happens, it becomes very much about fame and connections and who can my famous parents call. But what Dakota said, it also comes down to money because she's like, oh, my dad cut me off when I said I was going to be an actress. And so I had to go and like struggle with money. But her struggles are very different. Like she was talking about getting modeling jobs, having to make calls, and then having to go to her mother, who's <laughs> also she had to make a call, had, had to, to do some modeling as like a famous Nepo baby. It was so hard for me. And then saying like I had to call my mum for money, which was hard. Like your mum's a multimillionaire. There's people out there who yeah. they don't have anyone they can call for money. It's different. And so Dakota, it's, it's, it's different. I, yeah, I always find that interesting in every industry. For for Nepo babies who talk about like, you know, whether it's media or film and TV yeah. or business or, you know, anything like that, talking about taking these massive leaps. And can I just say, it's a lot easier to take a leap when you've got a safety net <laughs> waiting for you there. Like the leap is not as yeah. intense. So I don't know. I also just want to say before we finish, like this is not, even though it sounds like I'm attacking Dakota and maybe I was a little no, bit. No, but- <laughs> we just want her to acknowledge that she's a Nepo baby. Acknowledge me, damn it. And I understand that when you're on a press tour, you're in the spotlight, you're getting asked a million different questions. This is why so many actresses come out of these press tours. Again, we've seen it so many times with Anne Hathaway Mm -hmm. and even Jennifer Lawrence and it's like it happens when there's too much of this quirkiness in one go Mm -hmm. whereas Dakota Johnson's better in little viral snippets she's not meant to be in a full interview but I just think like it's not about attacking her it's just about looking at the system and a few years on from this Nepo baby conversation the roles haven't changed. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's still the same people in all these roles. So like the conversation hasn't changed at all. So thanks so much for listening to us on The Spill today. If you don't know, we actually have an Instagram page. 
You can find us at The Spill Podcast on Instagram. It looks very sleek, very sexy, very funny. We put a lot of work into it. So we'd love it if you could follow it and also share with your friends. If you ever want to post us on your Instagram stories, don't forget to tag at The Spill Podcast. We will see you over at mamamia.com.au and over here back on your podcast feed at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Na 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 na